Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Welcome to Women on the Line, a national feminist current affairs program produced by women and gender non-conforming people at 3CR Community Radio in Melbourne, on Wurundjeri country of the Kulin Nations, and broadcast on the Community Radio Network. I'm Iris Lee. This week we hear about the struggle of the indigenous Karen women against Burmese military rule and occupation in Burma, Myanmar. Union Aid Abroad Afid in Melbourne recently hosted Kanapur, Secretary of Karen's Women's Organisation, a community organisation representing over 65,000 women, working in relief and refugee camps on the Thai border and inside Burma. Kanapur and the Karen Women's Organisation were awarded the 2019 International Women of Courage Award for, quote, consistently condemning the Burmese army to end military violence against civilians, for speaking out about the military violence against the Rohingya, and for speaking out against sexual and gender-based violence in conflict, end quote. First, we hear an introduction from Threes Cardi. Hello, and welcome. <laughs> um, my name's Therese Carty. I'm a Footscray resident, CPSU delegate, and a supporter of United Abroad at FIDA. Thanks for coming. So before we begin, I'd like to acknowledge the ancestors, elders, and families of the Boon Wurrung and Woi Wurrung of the Kulin, who are the traditional owners of this land. I know that the land on which we meet is the place of age-old ceremonies of celebration, initiation, and renewal, and that the Kulin people's living culture has a unique role in the life of this region. And just over the river is where the Yarra and the Maribyrnong merge, and that was a very sacred um, space for um, the local people. So it's good to hold a Union Aid AFIDA um, function in the western suburbs, yay. <laughs> um, as a union member and supporter of AFIDA, I reckon it's important that we get together occasionally to discuss community activism and hear about AFIDA programs. A few years ago, I was travelling in Laos and called into the um, AFIDA office in Vientiane where I was welcomed by Valada with tea, cake and fruit, and um, was, I was treated like family. I heard all about the program. They run for women in Luang Prabang, which was really great. So if you're not a member, please think about subscribing to Unionate Abroad. A feeder, you can set up a tax-deductible um, donation for as little as $15 a month. So hop online. <laughs> now... I, you know, I wanted to organise a, you know, some sort of fundraising event, you know, speaker. Well, we are lucky enough to have Kanyor Poor, Secretary of the Karen Women's Association, who'll share with us some of her experiences of organising and activism. Women on the line. Uh, my name is Nogin Yopo. 
for those of you who are not familiar with the Korean people, uh, my name means uh, Korean flower, the flower for the Korean people, so you will remember me uh, when you see me. I am the General Secretary of the Korean Women's Organization, and thank you for coming here today. Uh, I would like to thank Aid Abroad, AFIDA, for organizing um, this trip and inviting me here. AFIDA, AFIDA is one of our longest supporters and also partners. We are very grateful for this organization's support and commitment for Korean women. It has changed my life and the life of many of my sisters. I was born stateless and became refugee when I was 11 years old. Some of my earlier memories were uh, each summer time I came home from school, my family fled to uh, another location, either in Thailand or in Burma Sat, fleeing the attack of the Burma army or the fighting in our area. I became refugee uh, when I came home, came home one day from school. I found my family gone, fleeing the increased attack of the Burma army. Also, the villagers that live in the village also gone. So I spent, uh, spent days looking for my families. And after a few days, I found my family in Thai sites. They, ever since then, I could not go back to Burma because of the continued fighting in, uh, in Burma, and I became refugee since then. The Burma, the Burma Army um, policy against the Korean people is called the four-cut policy. It means cutting out the food, the fund, information, and recruitment, or, or the other, um, also it's known as the South Earth policy. Uh, in practice, it's me that Burma Army entered at that time more than 3,000 villages. Um, burning down, burning them on the ground, and also killing and raping women. This may sound very familiar because recently the same Burma army committed these atrocities against the Rohingya people in the western part of Burma. Because of that, uh, thousands of villagers, including my family, we fled to Thailand and uh, we became refugees. The fear and security that I grew up back in the 1980s and 90s is still the fear and the life of for many indigenous children in Burma today. My history is just one part of the long history of human rights abuses against the Korean people, one of the largest uh, indigenous people in Burma. And Burma has been ruled by the military since 1962, and our people have been fighting for the political recognition and uh, autono greater autonomy in Burma for more than 70 years since Burma gained independence from the British in 1948. I fortunately joined the current women's organization known as KWO following my high school. KWO is and always has been um, a simple organization of current women who are working, who are trying to make the life of those in our communities and particularly for women and children um, better in any way that we can find. I knew that we as our refugees, as indigenous people, and as women, what we were treated was wrong, but I wanted to understand why and what to do about it. Um, the, support, the support and training uh, I received while I was working, um, I'm joining KWO, ensure that I'm able now to help my communities as well as helping my fellow uh, Korean women. And AFIDA in particular funded the, uh, the fund and the development of women leaders' knowledge and the capacity 
um, for the Korean women to do the work in front of us. This is a very vital part of our empowerment. We know that by working together, we can make a difference. I have not been working with KWO for 20 years. Um, because I started uh, joining KWO uh, at, at the early age. And we have over, as Tom mentioned, over 60,000 uh, members across the seven refugee camps in Thailand and also across the villages uh, southeast Burma, including in the internally displaced people camp. We deliver services and education to over 70,000 people, mostly women and children, and children with uh, disabilities, uh, newborn babies, all run by the current women. We also provide shelter and support um, to the women who are suffering from violence at home, as well as uh, violence at the hands of the Burma army. We advocate for our communities and our voice to be heard. We have a variety of leadership roles and opportunities for women so that they have courage to speak out and also to uh, advocate for their, their communities. All this has changed our life and of course has challenged the Burmese military. We are women working for the women because we believe in our ability to make changes. Um, in current culture, traditionally women are care for the family and our communities, and KWO is an extension of this. We have a deep promise to support ourselves, to support our families, our communities, and of course, those who fight for injustice and oppression. We also believe in women autonomy, and increase the position of women in our communities. We challenge, us, um, we challenge the main structure within the current culture, and we're doing this by offering training to the young women on the topics such as the public speaking, uh, advocacy, human rights, program management, international law, um, so that um, they are able, they are better representing uh, the women voice in our communities. Additionally, we also educate all sections of our community on the positions of women and how it hold our whole community backs if we do not engage women um, as equal members in our communities. And we're able to do this also because the support that Avida has been supporting us for so many years. Our second fight is for human rights, peace and democracy in Burma, including allowing our ethnic communities to govern over our ourselves, particularly on education, language, and culture. We believe also that women's contribution is an essential factor in the peace building as well as in the national reconciliation process in Burma. Afida um, have found, have built the confidence of thousands of women who are now as strong leaders in our communities, peace builders in Burma, as well as becoming advocates for the women's rights uh, around the world. The context of our situation is increasingly challenging due to the situation both within Burma and also in Thailand where our operation is. As you know, you may know or may not know, the peace process in Burma has currently stalled because of the Burma army continue to totally control the decision-making uh, power within the talks and also their refusal to make changes to the power they are holding on right now. There is continued militarization in all the ethnic areas. Particularly in the current areas, the Burma army is constant, constantly increasing their presence and strengthening their military camps. They are building more roads across our ethnic lands and villages, 
primarily to transport their soldiers, their equipment, their ammunition. This often involved in the land confiscations and inflamed tension between um, the ethnic armed resistance group and the Burma army because the ethnic armed uh, resistance groups tend to protect the areas and the, the people. Actually, the Burma army enter into um, the, our area, breaks the national ceasefire agreements that they have created and have signed. In 2018, the Burmese government kind of passed a set of new land law, which legitimized the whole process of stealing the indigenous people land. The indigenous people uh, in Burma, we have our own uh, customary land law and also the ownership of the land. This new law are more evidence that our existing system will not be respected. Moreover, the, Burma, the Burmese government, together with the Burma army, continued to expand their administration, control over our ethnic areas without local agreements or acceptance. And this also resulted in land confiscation and tensions, inflamed tension in our areas. This area have traditionally been governed by our own people, uh, our own system, independence of the, Burma, the Burmese government. We have our own schools, our clinics, our leadership, and our courts. We see this taking this forceful taking over of the, gov the governance and administrative work of our land in our land as a type of colonization by the Burman, what we call is a Burmanization in our area. This is the core issue at the center of the conflicts in Burma. Many of international community give support directly or indirectly to the Burmese government to the exclusion of ethnic civil society groups and the ethnic groups. Respecting and supporting the existing ethnic structures and services is the key to achieving the lasting peace in Burma. Um, all of us, I think, um, we have a high expectation, expectation from uh, Aung San Suu Kyi and National League for Democracy to protect the fundamental rights to freedom of expression once they gain power. Unfortunately, this has not been the case. Uh, several law have been enacted to criminalize the speech and extend the restriction that are already in place. The law that has been used against journalists, activists, human rights defenders, and also individuals who are voicing their opinion critical of the states and the government and even the military. So in, in Burma, even basic even practicing basic democratic principle like peaceful protests faced with arrest enforced. This has this have an impact to our work uh, as we're trying to keep our staff and leaders safe and it's even make it harder for the Korean women to speak up and stand up for each other. But we persist just like so many other around the world who fight for a better day each day. Across these stolen lands now called Australia, you've been listening to Women on the Line, highlighting a range of gender non-conforming and women voices broadcast on the Community Radio Network. We're listening to Canal Paw, Secretary of Karen's Women's Organization, a community organization representing over 65,000 women working in relief and refugee camps on the Thai border and inside Burma. If we come back to the Thai Burma border, the Thai government uh, consider the refugee camps where we live as a temporary shelter for displaced persons meaning uh, the refugees cannot leave the camp. They have no official status and in Thailand. And even though the camp has been there for more than 30 years, people 
like uh, people are scared to return to Burma because they feel like it's not safe for them to return or there is no livelihood opportunities uh, for them yet. Now, there are reduction in humanitarian aid to the refugee camps along the Thai-Burma border, affecting food, shelter, and essential services such as education, health, and social services. Many international NGOs have stopped their programs in the camps. So uh, refugees feel a lot of pressure to return to Burma, yet the conflicts there has not resolved. Their homes are not yet saved. We have seen also increase in depression among refugee camps, refugees' population in camps, causing more suicide and also increased violence against women and children. Uh, refugees' community like us are being asked by the departing international NGO to pick up the service, but uh, no guarantee funding is offered. So we have to uh, struggle to continue to support our people who are living in the re refugee camps. The justice uh, system in most of the camps is also not functioning properly because there is not enough uh, uh, the leadership or at camp administration staff because of the funding, uh, and it's really having a negative impact to the camp leadership as well. So. This situation has increased in social discord, affecting KW greatly, forcing us to work even more harder with less resources to respond to the greater numbers of individual needs, who are individual people who are in need and who are in trouble. Yet, for KWO, we are still rallying and responding to the challenges. We utilize our extensive membership and our, our range of highly skilled women. And I will briefly talk over the areas of our response. Firstly, we are trying to tackle down the funding cut in the refugee camps. We are doing this through trying to find, find other donors and also approaching many potential donors um, and funders as much as possible so that we can continue to run programs and provide basic service to the refugees. We also organize community fundraising and set up a system where community are working together to support each other and to cope um, with these funding cuts. Of course, having uh, community fundraising is very hard because people are already poor. So there is not so much uh, more that you can, you can raise from the community. Anyway, the community are working together um, and supporting each other um, during this difficult time. Another issue that we are focusing on is the justice issue. We continue to advocating for the improve of the law that protect uh, women and children uh, throughout the Southeast Burma through the current national union. Uh, it's the current leader in the current area and they have administration across uh, the seven streets, so seven districts. So we are trying to improve this law because this law also having a wide impact onto the, to the current women. We're trying to also strengthen the justice system, uh, pushing for better laws to protect women and children. We also host women uh, protection awareness raising, targeting women, young women, so that they understand what violence against women and girls are, and also they know the routes to safety. Together also with many other civil society in Burma, we continue to call on the international communities to hold Burma accountable uh, to their actions and to an impunity with their function. The UN Fat Fighting Missions released a report on the Burma Army crime, and they also have a set of recommendations that sanction the Burma Army military. And we welcome this report and have called on the international communities to also um, implement this recommendation. And with the support from the FEDA, we continue to host capacity building and training for the KW leaders, our members, and many of the uh, leaders in refugee camps and in the current states. We are also advocating together with other NGOs and civil society groups for the real Thai government 
um, to provide temporarily legal documents to the refugees so that they can legally work outside of the refugee camps, uh, stand on their feet and provide for their families. I will finish with some call to action. First of all, just like uh, here, uh, what Tom and uh, Sam's already said, uh, if you are not a member of the Union Aid Abroad AFIDA yet, please uh, join the AFIDA because yeah, AFIDA operates for workers and also in solidarity inspiring um, people all over the world, particularly civil society in Burma. And secondly, also I would, let, uh, would be pleased to see if you could support KW in whatever way you can. Of course, um, uh, if you support, if you have fun, if you have money to support us, it's great. But if you cannot do, also you can host a fundraising events for us, or you can write about us, you know, or share what you hear for today uh, to your friends and become a volunteer and join us uh, in our offices in Burma or in, in along the border, um, and or by you know ordering our products, you know, when if you hold if you host a conference or a meeting, you know, we also have a lot of women who are uh, skill weaving, and by ordering the products, you are also supporting uh, these women to have some income. And also, we would like to um, like uh, encourage you to refuse to support companies and business who are owned by the Burmese army leaders. Um, and their relative, because they are benefiting for the land confiscation, the conflict in the ethnic areas. Um, Burma campaign, you know, the campaign group have released uh, a list of companies that are working in Burma uh, directly or, in, uh, like, or together with the uh, Burmese army or their companies. So you can look at that online as well. And uh, Afida also can share with you about that as well. Uh, because you, you, the UN fighting mission created a list of the Burma Army-owned companies because they are also targeting the Burma Army uh, companies and business, businesses. Finally, I also would like uh, you, uh, if you have a chance, to ask the Australian government to continue to provide humanitarian assistance to refugees along the border until they can return in, with safety and dignity or stand on their own as well. I want to close by thanking everyone for coming and listening to me. I know that we are, we are just one per people in this world trying to make lives better and also uh, work struggling hard for basic human rights. It is by standing together across international borders that we can make a better world. And the Australia Labour Movement has a long history of standing together to make people lives better and we are very honoured to carry on this tradition. Thank you very much for your attention. On the line. <laughs> oh, women on the line. Women on the line. <laughs> <laughs>
Australia. Uh, life is very hard for them, for some of them. Yeah, not all, but uh, for some people, it's a really also struggle for them. And that's all we have from Kanapa, Secretary of Karen's Lewin Organization. A special thanks for the team at Union Aid Abroad of Feeder, Melbourne, for putting on the event and their assistance. You can find more about Karen Women's Organization at www.karenwomen.org. Now for two updates. In April in Women on the Line, we heard about the struggle for justice for Yoda Yoda woman Tanya Day, who died after sustaining traumatic head injuries in police custody in December 2017. The Day family are currently at the coroner's court in Melbourne until the 13th of September. They are calling for community members in Melbourne and supporters to attend. Their campaign recently had a small win. On August 22nd, Victoria became the second last state to decriminalise the racist law against public drunkenness, which Aboriginal women are ten times more likely than non-Aboriginal women to be locked off by police with. The Day family also have an emergency fundraiser for support at court, which you can find by googling Tanya Day GoFundMe. The struggle against systemic racism continues similarly at the Jabberong Heritage Protection Embassy. In March, we heard from Jabberong woman Sandra Onis fighting to defend sacred cultural landscapes from destruction by the Victorian state government to save just two minutes on a road. In July, we also heard from Amanda Mayome and Rebecca Jacoby about how the fight for Indigenous sovereignty is linked with climate justice. The Jabberong Embassy stands strong still but now is on permanent red alert for eviction following the issuing of an eviction order. You can support via your presence, donations, and amplifying the issue and their social media, Jabberong Heritage Protection Embassy. Further, on Tuesday the 3rd of September, there is a rally at Victorian Parliament steps from 8.30am onwards to save the sacred landscape. We now hear from Thelma Plum with her track Love and War, also featuring David Luapipi. In love and war, there's poetry and pain And you can hate it and need it all the same They can lie and they can lock you in the dark Cause you're young and you're broke but kids you got hard There's writing on the walls but they can't read this There's writing on the walls but they can't read this Riding on the walls, but they can't read it. It's riding on the walls, but they can't read it. Oh, hold up your chin. Oh, hold up your chin. Women on the Line is a national feminist current affairs program. It's produced and presented by a range of women and gender non-conforming broadcasters from 3CR in Melbourne on Kulin Nation's land and broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network with funding support from the Community Broadcasting Foundation. The theme music for Women on the Line is Slideshow at Free University by La Tigra. Women on the Line programs can be downloaded at www.com 3cr.org.au 
forward slash women on the line. We'd love to hear your comments or thoughts about the program, so please send an email to womenontheline at gmail.com or give us a call at 3CR on 03 9419 8377. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. I'm Iris Lee. Tune in to Women on the Line next week on your community radio station. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.